Hello and welcome to Edinburgh Napier's Weekend Sporting Preview, where you are joined by myself, Scott Gourley, and joined by my co-host, Karen Gibson, former Scottish Premiership physio. Karen, we've got a lot to talk about here today, but let's start off with Hearts, a former club of yours. Now, the second half was poor from a Hearts perspective, and there's a lot of pressure that has been growing on Stephen Naismith. What did you make of the performance overall from a Hearts perspective? And there's loads of pressure on Stephen Naismith, as I just mentioned there. What do you make of that situation as well? So I think Hearts started off quite well. They had control of the game and they did stop Rangers playing in the first half. But yes, into the second half, it was a bit more plain sailing for Rangers once Tavernier got the penalty. That's Tavernier's third penalty, is it, against uh, yes, Hearts yes, in indeed. seven days? <laughs> yes, and of course he missed one at Ibrox and then recovered as he always does, managing to put away when it counts at Hamden. So, and then Scott Wright coming on in the second half gave Rangers a bit of fire to manage to get a second goal. And then the the free kick from Tavernier, there would have been no stopping that for anyone. I don't think any top class goalie would have been able to stop that ball going in the back of the net. So difficult for Hearts to compete at that when Rangers are on the ascendancy. Scott Wright as well. His last goal came against Hearts in the cup final. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, he seems to love going to Hamden Park to play against Hearts and score. But Stephen Naismith, a lot of pressure building on him. A lot of fans are wanting him out as well. What do you assess his time so far at the club? I think it's difficult for any novice manager. And he came quite quickly from playing briefly into coaching before managing to land the, the role as manager at Hearts. And as such, he, he naturally is going to have inexperience in certain areas. And I suppose what's difficult for a manager, when you're winning, everything's easy. And when you're not, that's when the management really comes into play, all the different aspects of, of management. It's not just about coaching or tactics. There's man management, there's keeping a happy dressing room. And it's more difficult to do that when a team aren't winning. Winning makes everything easy and everything come together, but it's when the chips are down that the, the, the um, sort of cracks start to show. So I certainly do think you will feel the pressure mounting on them. We'll see how they respond. And do you think that this game against Motherwell is a must win? Because Motherwell have beaten Hearts in the last two games. The last league win actually came in the reverse fixture at Tynecastle when Slattery got the only goal off the game, even though McGinn got sent off. And Hearts have actually lost five of their last six visits to Fir Park. Is it a must win? or sack for Stephen Naismith? Mm, that doesn't make good reading, the stats against Motherwell, both home and away. But is it, is it a must win? I think he's he, he'll certainly be feeling that it's important. I'm not sure that it will be his final chance, but you never know in football. I'm moving across the pond, or not even the pond, but just across the city, if you just get a number four. Hibs are away to Kilmarnock later on at Easter Road on Saturday. The past two games, not quite gone to plan. I mean, their game against St Mirren midweek on Wednesday, cruising, winning 2-1. And then, of course, in the 92nd minute, Jameson scored an equaliser for St Mirren. But as well as that, the cup semi-final didn't go according to plan either. No, they were unfortunate to have gone what they thought was 1-0 up at Hamden through a, a, a goal that was then chopped off for offside with Martin Boyle. I mean, he was onside, wasn't he? Do you from, think? From my perspective, <laughs> even as a Hearts fan, really, he's onside, I thought. Well, the lines showed that he was off. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> but there's, I suppose, um, there's different grades, but either you're on or off according to the rules. So he, he, he was offside, but that was unfortunate because... 
these things are marginal and of course it completely turns around the game. If they'd had that goal, then I think they would have gone on and, and, and won it without any qualms, but wasn't to be. And then towards the end of the game with Martin Boyle going off injured, that was a bit of a concern. Jack McKenzie then getting sent off two, three minutes after that. It yep. looked to be all in control for Hibs. And then all of a sudden, three minutes after that red card, Boyan Moyovsky goes up the other end of the pitch and puts Aberdeen 1-0 up. Yep. Um, that's football, isn't it? So it, it can it can turn on a dice just as easy. So Martin Boyle, obviously, that was a concern, him potentially not making the game at the weekend, but I hear that that was just precautionary. Mm-hmm. And he perhaps will be available for selection for this upcoming game, will he? Yeah, I mean, that's what Nick Montgomery's coming out saying, that there is potential that he will be playing along there. Alongside that, he's obviously had numerous injuries, which you will know more about than any of the listeners as well. Mm, so, so Martin Boyle was one of my players when we were at Dundee, and actually he was a lot younger and he, he wasn't often up on the treatment table at all. But he's been unfortunate with a few significant injuries since then and in playing for his country as well, playing for Australia. You know, he's 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 missed out on some big games, sadly, because he is a, a, a wee stick of dynamite on the pitch. But that's good to hear that it is just a, a was a precaution that he missed a game and that it was just a bit of tightness and, and muscular as opposed to anything significant or a, or jointy as he's had before. And looking at the weekend, their game against Kilmarnock, I mean, Hibs are in fine form against Kilmarnock. They've only lost one out of the last nine league games versus Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock, their last win at Easter Road, came all the way back in 2014 as well, nearly 10 years ago. And Nip Montgomery, a lot of the Hibs fans are really happy with him, but his last win was a 4-2 win against St Mirren in the League Cup quarterfinal. And then the game before that was the last league win when they beat St Johnson 2-0. This was all at the end of September. October, he got no wins. And so far in November, two games, no wins as well. Is he starting to feel a bit of pressure? Again, naturally, when you're one of the, the big two in Edinburgh, then the pressure can mount quite quickly just with a, a couple of defeats. I know that Derek McInnes will be coming to Easter Road and wanting to change those statistics. They recently beat Aberdeen. And so they might be coming into that game with a bit more confidence than 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 Hibs will be going into it. So we'll see what unfolds there. Speaking of confidence as well, there's a new man in the dugout for St. Johnson, a man who does not lack any confidence, it ever seems, Craig Levine. I mean, he had his first game against Motherwell, a two-all draw. But, I mean, being 2-0 up, then drawing 2-2 with two late-ish goals, you know, it's promising signs, but a bit worrying at the same time. Oh, I don't think so at all. He's literally just in the door, hasn't really had any chance to work with the team whatsoever prior to that match. So to go 2-0 up quite quickly, kind of midway through the first half, would have been pleasing for him. And of course, he takes along Andy Kirk as his assistant, and they have a really long-standing working relationship that dates all the way back to Andy Kirk's playing days. That will stand them in good stead as they try to keep St Johnston from relegation obviously there's half the season left to go still so you know I I don't think it's dire straits for St Johnston by any means and I certainly think that Craig Levine has the experience and uh, Andy Kirk has the energy to make sure that they stay up for what would be their I think 14th, 15th consecutive season maybe. Yeah 15th 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 season I mean is a three year deal a bit too much? I think it's nice to give a manager confidence and I 
think that Craig would have been weighing up whether it was sensible to go to take on a management role again, having not managed since 2019. So you know, Enjoying the podcast life. Exactly, <laughs> broadcasting and enjoying life in general. And he's, um, it's four years on since, since management, which was thrust upon him at hearts and, and not actually something that he would have probably opted for. But in an exclusive interview with him, we were able to hear that actually, you know, management certainly gets his, the, the, the juices flowing. And when Dundee United had come calling, he had been tempted. So St Johnston probably had to encourage him somewhat and to give him that three-year deal for him to know that he can get his teeth into something and hopefully succeed. It got the juices flowing a little bit when Dundee uh, United were in touch. I'd love to go back there and... And St Johnson just looking at their game against Ross County, they've only won one out of the last eight games against County. But, I mean, as you said, new man in the door, Craig Levine, plenty of confidence, plenty of experience. He'll be looking to turn that around. And just very quickly on Spartans' duel, Dougie Samuel and Bradley White. I mean, Dougie Samuel's just won his second manager of the month for the League 2 Edinburgh side. And Bradley White won his first ever player of the month. And I mean, a team that has only just been promoted into the Football League. They sit third in the fourth division of Scottish football and just three points off top spot. It's remarkable to see. It's fantastic. It's great that that will give the dressing room confidence to know that their manager's one manager of the month, two months running. And yeah, uh, a winning dressing room is a happy dressing room and, and, and everything come, can come together with a bit of momentum. Well, thank you everyone for listening. This has been your Edinburgh Napier's weekend sporting preview with myself, Karen Gibson. Thank you. Bye-bye now. <laughs> we'll catch you later. <laughs> Bye.